to Benton Bags with Aaron and Chris. Let's see how juicy today's board is. Uh, hi, Chris. Mm, mm, mm. You want puff? I, my little thing loses steam. I got my parlay. Oh, no, 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 no. I don't give a shit about your parlay. No, you might you ask, shouldn't even, you, you. You shouldn't even like it. You shouldn't even be proud of it. Why? Well, because you rain on my parade constantly. You're a pain in my dick. And you're constantly betting unders to fade me. Fuck your parlay. No, my parlay is great. I made, Ooh, I made a lot of money on it. I'm going to buy a baseball team. Oh, I let me watch later. Ooh, got to be a sushi. Oh, I got to see my parlay. Fuck your parlay. No, my parlay is great. I'm, I'm going to be, I'm going to buy a baseball team. I'm going to be majority owner, and I'll let you be minority. I'll buy shortstops, and then you choose, like, the cricket spicy concessions. That'll be your job. Dude, I, I'm good at concessions. I'm eating a tomato right now. You think, I, you think I can't make it in the concession world, bro? I'll be like, here's here's Trevor's story, Mariners fans. Here's Aaron. He's going to talk about balloon night. <laughs> I'll be like, all right. Everyone brings their own balloon. We're not paying for your balloons, but they have to be helium balloons. And everyone has to take them so much in the seventh inning stretch that they all pass out. Yeah. Exactly. And then you'll be like, they're balloon animals, but it's just going to say normal balloons with animals on it. And then you're going to brag about that to the Rotary Club. And it's going to be balloon dogs, but with big dog dicks. And that's where you have to suck the helium out. I'm glad right. we're on the same page creatively. I just wish we were on the same page in terms of life and the pursuit of gambling. We are. I'm up. I don't trust you. I don't trust you for a fucking second. Are you up? Who cares yeah. if I'm you're up? Up. I'm down. I'm okay, down. So that's, that's really what's that's really what's happening here. Is that you're just lashing out because of your current balance. That's what we're talking okay. about. All right, my little. I. If you extrapolate it over the season, not that down per week, you know. I got four overs, but I don't want to tell you them until you tell me what you have locked in. I don't have anything, but I'll 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 do everything live on the phone. Um, I am curious. Can I ask you a question about one of your your recent results? Sure. Are you go- are you just staying away from Trevor Bauer next start since I don't think he covered two in a row? Um, I'm hoping that it'll move it down. That's just, what what sucks. Is, no, I don't think I'm staying away from Trevor Bauer because it's not like he was getting handled. You know, like he had a fucking great game. <laughs> That's like right. a, I think he pitched through the eighth DeGrom. inning, right? Did he close it out? Yeah, he got he got uh, close to eight. I think he was like seven and two thirds. Um, yeah. But like Degrom, I lost on Degrom, but he still struck out nine people. The best offense in baseball, giving up one right. run. Like, yeah, no, it's just a matchup thing. Like I, well, the the Bauer thing. The Brewers are one of the most strikeout heavy teams, so I was surprised by that. 
But once I got yeah. two innings in with two strikeouts, I was like, oh, it's over for me. Just watching Daniel Vogelback play first base is comedic. That guy's a big boy. That guy's a big boy. He uh, he's a he's a he's a comedic dude. That was funny. It was like a routine grounder, and I think he like fell over his shoes. It was. Did you see Jesus Aguilar, uh, and him their encounter? Is that the interference one? No, dude. The Marlins, the Brewers. Jesus Aguilar had a game. So, because he used to play on the Brewers, but he's like having fun interactions with people he didn't play with. So, yeah, he he chopped it to the pitch, and he was running to first, and he was like looking at his dugout, and he was kind of shrugging, and then he looked forward, and he saw that the ball went to Vogelback. And Vogelback's just standing there with the ball, and Aguilar like jumps completely out of the way because he was running full steam. Because he's like, I don't want to hit that fucking fridge. <laughs> yeah. In the at bat before he uh, he took ball four and he went down and started doing his uh, shin guard, and Omar Narvaez told him it was ball three, and he was like, what? And he looked back, and he's like, what? And then the ump was like, no, it's ball four. And then Aguilar. Like boxing, it was it was a fun game for Jesus Aguilar. He like wanted to sounds, hit him. <laughs> sounds like sounds like it was a good time in the backyard. It was a good time. It was a good time at the same lot. But yeah, um, <clears throat> teams. Was, what are you gonna do? You still struck out right. fucking like six guys. It's not bad. Nice. Okay, so immediately out of the gate, this is what I'll tell you. I just locked in. Um, this Drew, this Drew Smiley is a no-brainer over for me. This is like Dude. the easiest over I in mean, a nutshell on this entire board. Let Let me look at the Drew Smiley one because I knew you'd like it. I'm not. I'm just continuing my not Drew Smiley. Six and a half against the Blue Jays. I don't know, man. Plus one fifteen though. That and I knew that's why you would take it, but I don't know about that one. I'm also another no-brainer for me is Nathan Neovaldi at six and a half with even odds against the Rangers. I got, I took, I'm going to, for as hard as I've been pumping the Orioles, the Orioles, for what, stopped fucking striking out. So if anyone's in that advice, you should look closely, a little bit more closely at it. Uh, the Rangers are the new Orioles. The Rangers are bad. They are cash and overs for opposing pitcher K overs. I have that one. That's what I got. All right. My next over is I'm taking the Beaver one because I, I feel like the White Sox are are injured and kind of on a skid right now. Um, I'm actually so not he's going to chomp them up. Ooh, okay. It's the first time I'm not taking it. Would why? you like to know why? It took nine innings to, to hit what would be this over against the last time they played them. They just have a bunch of dudes who slap the ball now. They don't have a ton of strikeout guys. They, they do not strike out that often. They're in the bottom third of the league in strikeouts. You got Adam Vaughn, you got Nick Madrigal, who are just, they're making contact, especially Madrigal. But then even your main guys aren't striking out. Abreu will strike out once or twice. I don't know. I just, I'd rather, I don't want to get like sanctimonious. I'd rather just not bet on it than bet the under. What's sanctimonious mean? Sanctimonious means like high and mighty. Uh, um. The resident that got arrested yesterday uh, got arrested in his boxers and he was pulled out and his like ass was showing the whole time. It was pretty fucking sweet. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's kind of like a cop's thing, right? 
Um, um, Am I getting so too I, overhyped on Madison Bumgarner plus one fifteen since he put pitched a no hitter the other day? I don't know how many Ks he had in it, but it's against the Rockies. Let's actually play our favorite game. I have three more overs. What are they? I have the Evaldi over. Oh, cool. That's fun. I mean, you have you Darvish. I don't. Oh wow! Did you pick, I, uh, did you pick Dallas Keuchel? I might have the U Darvish. Uh, Keuchel, I looked at too. Because, <laughs> yeah. but no, I just I can't. I've been burned too many times by that three and a half of Keuchel. What about Michael Pineda? I do not have the Michael Pineda. Ryan Yarbrough. No. Oh, like Larry Astro- Jr. I do have that one because it's a six and a half against the A's or the Ray. Ray. Do you have Robbie Ray? No, I do not have Robbie Ray. Oh, Garrett Cole. Dude, how are you? Yeah, I do have that one. That one I have. Okay, so like, I'm, I'm like, every other one I'm right, so don't shit on me. Every uh, other one, send off like eight motherfuckers and you got to two of them. What are you fucking you talking about? You have Stro? No, I don't have Stro. I'm, I'm, I'm out of guesses. I just, you, I just How are you not going to guess? You haven't looked at the whole board because the cowboy that I like to ride is fishing today. Uh, Andrew Heaney? I no, we talked about this last week that I'd ride, ride, ride him cowboy till his dick fell off. John Lester? No, I've never rode John Lester till his dick falls off. Okay, is it really Wayne Miley? Or I'm sorry, Jake Arrieta? Dude, who, you're just naming pitchers. Right, I am, I have no You're putting no- I, 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 I thought I picked everyone Me. that I've seen you bet on in the past. This year, I bet on this guy's over every week. John Means? Yeah, god damn it, dude. That's my boy. That's my cowboy. All right, I'll ride it with you. Five and a half. Five and a half is a good tryout number. And it's against the A's. And you know Matt Olson and Matt Chapman are good for four or five of those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Every time I... Nobody yeah. else strikes out, but those guys... Chappie's sitting under like 200 right now. That's pretty... I mean, that's pretty good considering how good they're doing. So I have Lance McCullers... Six and a half. John Means, five and a half. Of all these, six and a half. And Garrett Cole, nine and a half. Because he's facing the Tigers, which are like the third best strikeout team. There you go. All right. I have, uh, just say again, so I'm, I'm going John Means. I'm going to do Shane Beer. I'm going to do Nathan Yavaldi. I'm going to do Drew Smiley. And then let's look at game stuff. I've, I've, like, for the last week, stopped looking at game stuff entirely. I've just been player props in it, as you can obviously tell. Yeah, I mean, it gets tough. I Okay, so you told me at one point, like, these spreads will actually not just be one and a half every time. When is that going to happen? Uh, no, it's very rare that it doesn't happen. It's one and a half uh, all the time. Yeah, no, like, when we get to August and the fucking... Dodgers are at like 70 and third and they play the fucking Pirates or something like that, then you'll see it be like a two and a half. But like, okay, so here you go, right? Uh, the Tigers versus Yankees, the the money line for the Tigers is plus 320. So just make it two and a half already. Plus 320 is not a bad. I mean, but that's going against Cole. I mean, yeah. I mean, the- <laughs> I always, I, I fall for the exact same thing that that you're talking about. 
I mean, it's Cole, it's Cole uh, DeGrom. Not really, it's mean, just like, the Yankees. Yeah, do they have any other um, reliever outside of a yeah. with Chapman right now? Didn't they have like a fucking crazy... We're like thing? having a dead serious conversation trying to talk us into this money line right now. <laughs> they got... They got Britain. I had to reset my uh, password at work and I made it way too long. The absolute worst. Um, no list Yang. of colors for you. Oh, because it's the Rays. That makes sense. Rays, third, third highest strikeout team in baseball. The Rays. They're great off. They're the Braves last year. Yeah. You could cash the over on the Braves, no problem. You could also cash the opposing uh, pitchers. So Zach Britton's on the IL for 60 days. They got Chad. They got Lucas Lutke. Do you remember him on the Mariners? Because Pitching Ninja loves him this year. I do remember that guy. What happened to their bullpen? They used to have this bullpen that was supposed to be filthy, and they have Chapman and Chad Green. And Oh, well, they got rid of... What's his butt? What's that That's Diego true. dude's name? That guy. That guy's great. He's got a lot of movement. Diego Castillo for the Rays. Yeah, that guy's legit. Diego Castillo's fucking tight. How about? Can Alvarado? I just talk about my parlay for a second because it was like tracking a perfect game because it was a four-game parlay. So, like, you've been there, dude. It's like, it's crazy to watch because like that that Rays uh, A's game, like the A's. I took the Rays money line. The A's had like three people on in the night. <laughs> like it got real dangerous. And then the Angels Rangers game, I think it was four to three. Uh, so I was really threading the needle on that. It was intense. Yeah, well, I hope I hope you're happy with it, and I support you no matter what you do. I mean, I, those are game results. Those aren't unders. I'm just telling you that yeah, your actions have consequences. I didn't do anything in the last two days. That's that doesn't change anything. You when you cut me deep enough, it takes a long time. All right, I'll I'll, I'll I, I've I've made amends before. <laughs> I, I know what to do. It's fine. Time takes time. Um, let's see what else. Maybe I'll just stack a parlay. You want to hear a nug? I've been holding on to tell you for the pod. Yeah, do it. The last time Albert Pujols had more walks to strikeouts in a s- was 2013. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you get you gathered what I what I've said. So he had more walks than K's. Like he was, in one he was season, the a last free pass. Yeah, it was two thousand. Okay. As of right now, he still has more walkouts than strikeout, or excuse me, walks than strikeouts for his career, and it's right. been seven seasons of being a deficit. Pretty nice. Wow. I mean, I did, I did see something that everyone was blown away at, where he. If someone were to trade for Pujols and Trout, it would be a win above replacement of exactly zero. 
which is really funny. Um, and then I think there was even something career-wise, like he's almost been as bad as long as he was good. Uh, so let me look at his his career war. That's like uh, Griffey had the same thing happen to him where he was just negative for a while. So Pujols since 2017 has been worth negative war every season. Right. Yeah. He's doing okay this year, it looks like. Yeah, he's worth zero. Yeah. The guy's 41. I mean, I, I don't... Dude. I don't blame him though. Like that that check was huge, and I mean, you know how it goes. I'm not like freaking ground here. You pay for you give guys contracts for what they did, not what they're gonna do. He's yeah, like the, no, hundred like percent. Do you think still happening? This, this is a very good man. If you look at his fucking career, you see his walk percentage in double digits and his K percentage in double digits, and then it just flips into 2012. <laughs> like just from one side to the other. Um, do you think that going forward with what Thauer did, instead of seeing these, he's 30, let's give him fucking years for $250 million contracts, do you see them going more in the Bauer realm where it's oh, like, let's give him three or four? Yeah. Because yeah, I don't get why people don't do that. Players would love that. I'll give you another comparison. Tatis. If Tatis doesn't get it together defensively, he's going to be looked at as a liability in that regard. Yet, 20 years from now, if there's a barbershop conversation about Pujols and Tatis, everyone's going to say that Tatis' contract was a better contract because over time, other players' payouts are going to be exponentially larger. But for him... At the moment, that's a huge contract, and he's going to be paid the salary in which he's worth. Yeah, but at the same time, Tatis's defense in as many errors, and you cannot ignore the errors, isn't making him a bad. Every one of those things is him trying to do too much, which I think is teachable. No, I'm not saying, no, like, that's not the conversation that we're having, which made me nervous to make it about Tatis with you. But I'm just you. saying, <laughs> I'm just saying, if he just doesn't correct, right? Like, he just, like, is the Fernando Rodney experience at shortstop for his entire career. I still think, in retrospect, everyone's going to say the Tatis contract was better for everyone involved than the Pujols one. Funny is looking at Pujols' K percentage and being like, wow, he got really bad at striking out in 2012 when his K percentage went from 8.9 to 11 to 12 to 10 to 10 to 11. And then I on the fan grass page of Tatis and his K percentage this year, which is right in line with what he's been doing, is 29.7%. <laughs> the other thing about Pujols too specifically is like that guy can't even run on dirt. If you watch him run to first base, he runs on the on the grass because he has plantar fasciitis. Like, it's Dude, most of the, most of it is only that. Run. His knees are fucked. His ankles are fucked. Dude, he's fucking 41. And he's played like 20 years. Like, he's got to, they got to put a bullet in him here soon. Pretty much, dude. Like, it's, he's just beaten, beaten to piss. So it's like, yeah, he does strike out or it's up. But ultimately, like, he just, if it's not a home run, he's not going to try. 
<laughs> to do anything. Like Pujols isn't like going to hit doubles. You know, that's not. Well, he has a higher uh, stolen base percentage than Ken Griffey Jr. for his career. So there's that. That's weird. I wonder I how much. I wish they put like his annual weight. I'd be he hasn't been caught stealing since 2016. I mean, those are pass balls. So yeah. I mean, the other day he straight up stole a base. He gets a really good jumps when he does. I mean, did you know Pujols stole 30 bases between 2009 and 2010? That's got to be pass balls. <laughs> 16 pass balls that he's gonna. No, he he's stolen bases. Pujols stealing bases is fun. It's like a meme. Gotta get on it. It's like the Bartolo Colon home run. Home run. Yeah, but it happens more often. I think Bartolo only has the one. I know, and Pujols has more than one stolen base. 30. For his career, he has 115. Did you bet on the draft? I bet, yeah, I won money on Trey Lance going three. Because I saw a picture... I, I haven't followed the draft. You know I like the draft, but I haven't followed it at all this year. And I saw a picture of Mac Jones with his shirt off. And I'm fucking doing that guy. I'm Trey Lance. Mac Jones is fucking negative 250. I made my buddy Sam show me his liked tweets after the draft this morning. Like, screenshot into me. And, like, all of them are like, God, Kyle Shanahan's a scientist. <laughs> just like all of them, just like, like, should they just wait at the Super Bowl? Like after those, he's just. I just love a good Homer. It makes me so happy. It's I mean, what's there to be a scientist? Homer. You're the third pick in the draft <laughs> after you traded a ton of draft capital two months ago to get there. Did he forget that? <laughs> it, he was my. He was my legit my favorite follow on Twitter because. He like he would always like tweets that were like, man, if everyone was healthy on the 49ers, Kyle Shanahan would have probably gone to the Super Bowl. Or it's like if everyone played really good and they like made the Pro Bowl, <laughs> they would be a great team. And he's like, Yeah, that's a great point. <laughs> Just it makes me so happy seeing him like those tweets. Dude, he's not on I'm on his Twitter feed right now. Uh, <laughs> he's not only doing that but he's retweeting people shitting on justin fields like he's in such i love trey lance mode that he retweeted someone saying denver wasn't the only team that passed on new york san francisco atlanta detroit maybe they know something we don't <laughs> he there's nothing no like it dude that guy's pushing 40 and he's just like peak homer it's so good i love it you, he did retweet a, a video comparing Mac Jones walking up to the podium to, to Heath Ledger as the Joker walking out of the hospital. <laughs> it's good shit. He's bye, Bitcoin, bye. He's, he's literally the funniest. All right, bye, Bitcoin, bye. has been betting bags but wait before you go there's a few rules that you might want to know number one only bet 
Please.